0: Guess what, everybody? I am back and I am better. And the reality is that sometimes you just need a little bit of a break. Today is August 4th. We are officially on episode 17. And the title is Alone or Lonely. All right, so I would not be myself if I did not give my usual storm update. So, tropical storm Isaiah's has stormed through the Caribbean. It didn't cause as much damage as we usually would get in say places like Puerto Rico. There was some places that were um, flooded, and you can see the National Guard. Um, I follow this page on Instagram. I believe it's called Puerto Rico Graham, and they they posted like someone from the National Guard actually like going into a home and rescuing like a newborn baby, and it really touched my heart as some of you may know or if this is your first episode i did a community service in puerto rico last year and i was supposed to go again this year but you know corona stops all plans and it's tracks and it didn't happen but i i just call myself like a storm watcher now i'd probably be one of those people in the cars have you ever seen that show i don't know the name of it it just came to my mind but like people get in their trucks and they will like literally follow the storm and it's kind of scary because like bro like what if you get like what if you get caught in it and then i was talking to my friend about storms and then we ended up talking about sharknado and then she was like oh that's not real it can't happen all right but this is one of those times where you know classic kwamisha close your eyes picture this say a shark was in the water while the storm was like being created And it got like swooped up and it circled around for a bit before it got blown out. I'm not even sure if that's how it works. But say if it just circled and circled and circled around. It's still in water. So technically, maybe it could still live. And then boom, it ends up hitting land. And I was like, you know what? Sharknado could totally happen. Not on that same level, but it could happen. And just picture it happening. Okay, but you can open your eyes now. (laughs) So that's Tropical Storm um, Isaiah, I feel like I'm pronouncing it wrong, is it, because it's I-S-A-I-A-S, Isaiah's, Isaiah's, not sure, but you guys can follow what I'm saying. So um, some news this morning, it's not seen to be like a terrorist attack as of yet, hopefully it's not, but something else that I found on Instagram, I researched it a little bit and... A lot of people in lebanon recorded that this building set on fire this morning and it was burning and then it caused this big explosion and i know you you've all had to see in movies where there's an explosion and then there's like a kind of like a mushroom that grows around it and it really looked like some day after the tomorrow thing and it was one of those kind of explosions where like you see it happening and you want to run from it, but it happens so fast that you can't get away from it. And yeah, that that's crazy. So between, oh, also let me tell you where Lebanon is at, because you know, I had to look on the map. I'm like, all right, I'm sure I know someone who's Lebanese, but do I really know that much about Lebanon? So if you're looking at a map of the other side of the world, you know where Egypt is. Okay, if you don't know where Egypt is. Pause this, take five minutes. Okay, take one minute, go find Egypt. I think we all should know where Egypt is That has the pyramids that I need to go visit one day. And it's on the Mediterranean. But so, say Egypt is in the uh, northeastern part of Africa. So, if you go north just a little bit more and a little bit more to the east, then that's where Lebanon is. It's one of those uh, countries that's also on the water. And Turkey is directly above it i hope that created some context uh to the left of lebanon and to the left of egypt you can also find greece and that should have painted a picture for you because hopefully you're old enough and you're listening to this and you're like you know what i've seen a map before but i also had to look it up so maybe you don't know because i know so um and me deciding to record it's i've been going through so much and as far as i definitely was like getting into a lot of depression because my because of my mom she's um she's been home for what two three weeks now she's um she's a little bit better like like she looks like happy if you see it from the outside looking in but because i live with her like i know sis is not like okay and i'm just spending more time like hey do you need me to travel for you with you or do you need me to do this do that like you know how can i be and uh an asset and a help to her how can i service her and and her time and need Plus all the million and one crazy things that are happening in the world. Um, what else is bothering me? My cat still hasn't been to a vet, because Lord, where are the vets at? I still think that I'm gonna have to take her into Jersey. I've honestly been busy since COVID started. Um, I graduated. <laughs> Yay, wait, let me clap for myself. Yay! Um, I got my bachelor's degree, I started my master's, I started a new job and like two weeks um i had to do training to get like some licenses and stuff for that like it's it's a lot on top of me being depressed and in the future i would like to make an episode on weight because i've officially hit 200 pounds now my friends who have been telling us they're like oh my god you look so great but it's like you know what i would like to maybe you know keep the boobs have a little less gut but you know i'm a work in progress and (laughs) my body is art and Weight just keeps fluctuating, but that's one of the things that happened to me during quarantine. I gained a lot of weight. Anyway, I'm going to move on to today's subject. So yes, this is episode 17. Again, the title is Alone or Lonely. And this came up because one, I was thinking about Lebanon. I'm like, I don't know how many people died. A lot of people are just reported injured right now. But it's like, did anyone wake up this morning and say, hey, there's going to be this massive mushroom fire cloud thing and i'm gonna want to run away from it and i can't run away from it and then and those 10 seconds that you have to look at the fire before it turns into the explosion and it gets to you what if you just take that time and you stop and think like damn did i accomplish everything i wanted to accomplish or are you sitting there you're looking back on your life and you're just all of these memories are popping up and are these memories of things that you actually want to remember and uh, memories is a is a whole big thing to me just from my experience in foster care like a lot of times like I'll be talking to my brother right and my brother like yeah you know woo woo ah ah this happened where were you shit I wasn't there or woo woo ah ah yeah we was there oh I wasn't there either or you know did you go to this place did you say hi to this person oh I've, I've never met this person before so, um, creating memories and going to events and showing up is something that's really uh, important to me. And then another reason for the subject is that I'm really into um, learning about wars and not not so much America, but America just being everyone else's business. So how could you not learn about wars in America? But you guys know that I'm absolutely obsessed with France. If you didn't know, now you know. And Just learning about um, Napoleon and all the land that he conquered and then learning about um, Hitler. Like there's so much more I could learn about Hitler, but just knowing like, hey, Hitler actually went to go visit Napoleon's gravesite. Like that's amazing to me. And not that I think that they're fantastic people, but when it comes to military and like taking advantage of situations and taking advantage, um, taking over conquering lands, I feel like they did a great job in that area from a military um, aspect, right? Or even when um, when you learn about Leopold and you learn about all of the Africans that he killed, and it's just honestly, um, social media has been so traumatizing. Like I saw this picture of this guy, and the caption said, "This guy he didn't um what didn't he do? Something like he didn't make enough money for the day, or he didn't um." Bring in like enough cotton or grain or something from the field. Not even sure exactly what it is that he didn't do, but he didn't complete his task, and because he didn't complete his task, he had his hands cut off, and then he also his his kids also had their hands cut off because they didn't complete a task. And and to think is like, you never know when your last day is. You never know how many seconds you have left. So it's like, how are you really sitting here and like, how are you gonna live your best life? today like like, what are you going to do to ensure that when your time comes and the reality I know a lot of people don't want to talk about it because it's like everybody dies like the only thing that's guaranteed in life is that you're going to live and you're going to die but when that time comes could you could you say all right I'm 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 comfortable with this I'm okay with this because I did everything that I wanted to do and when my um when my mom slash godmother slash for mom when she passed on um was it February fourth or February ninth, two thousand and nine? I think it's two four. Yeah, definitely February fourth, two thousand and nine. When she passed, like I'm like, damn, that's my mom, like not being an asshole or anything, but like damn, that's dead my mom, that's like dead. But it was more so I I was at peace because I told myself when I was like nine. was that nineteen at the time. I told myself, like, yo, she did everything that she could do for me. She taught me everything that she could teach me. And it's it's okay that she had to leave because I learned everything that I could. Like, I've absorbed so much information from this lady that there's no way that... There's no way that I could feel bad about her leaving because I gained everything that I possibly could from her. So I was satisfied with that. But when I say lonely or not alone... So if you guys have been listening for a while, you've learned that I've been, I, well, I was celibate for six years, four years straight and then two years straight. And then during that process, which I should actually talk about that soon, I'm trying to think of new subjects and new topics just because I stopped for a while. So the things that I did have in mind, I can't talk about them anymore because they're old. So if you guys have any ideas and DM me, hit me up, Instagram, text call. You, you know how to contact me if you know me. Let me know what you think I should talk about. But, um, darn, I totally lost my train of thought. (laughs) Oh, okay. I was talking about celibacy. All right. So just for me being alone and not being like sexually involved with anybody, I really took that time to get to know myself and to get to know the people that were around me and a big part of. A big part of me knowing me was me being by myself. And I was sad for a really long time because I like I consider myself a person that's like cool as fuck. Like, I'm, I'm quirky. I look good and shit, you know. I know a little bit about this, a little bit about that. Like, I can have, like, great conversations. But I constantly found myself in a place where guys are just only interested sexually. If somebody is your friend, they're only your friend because they want something from you. And they don't genuinely want to be around you. And I felt like it became overwhelmingly disgusting knowing that. And I do think as a female, like, all right, you want to you wanna have sex? All right, cool. Like, you know, live your best life. Do what you got to do. Just use protection. Make sure you're not caught out here in these streets in the way that you don't want to be. And I, w- I was just so uncomfortable that I had to be by myself because it got to a point where I didn't want anyone to touch me. And if someone tried to touch me, it felt like... It felt like you were violating my space. It felt like I wanted to run away from you. It felt like I needed to create um some form of escapism. It felt like the best the best way for me to say it. I felt like I was in a box, right? And then in this box, i'm I'm constantly running inside of this box because I'm afraid of like what's outside the box or even if i'm inside of the box then i'm scared of who else might come inside the box and ruin whatever little piece of happiness that i may have and that mentality one it comes from dealing with people and then it also comes from me having this sort of like for secure mentality and it also comes from me thinking sometimes like maybe like am i taking up too much space am i taking up the wrong space or if i'm somewhere will someone not accept me and I feel like a lot of um people who go through forced care they feel that way because essentially at the end of the day you are imagine that (laughs) imagine that it's an island right and then you're just dropped out of an airplane and boom you're just there and you just have to figure out like how to survive you don't know what you're going to eat every day because your forced appearance are responsible for feeding you and they don't know you they just met you so you don't know what you're going to eat or um Or like you don't know how you're going to sleep at night. And if you have to share the room with somebody, it's like, well, damn, you like it, but they like it cold. It's so many different things that can go wrong in a space and like make you uncomfortable. And I feel like I'm just chatting right now. So I'm going to move on to some definitions. So since the title is Alone or Lonely, who would I be if I didn't tell you the exact definition? (laughs) Alone means having no one else present. Lonely. Sad because one has no friends or company. And I listened to... Well, I named this title Alone or Lonely because I was listening to this church sermon a couple years ago. And the pastor said, you are lonely, but you're not alone. And I was like, what? Don't that should mean the same thing? And, and it doesn't. So basically, it's like just because... Just because I feel like I'm at the end of like my timeline or I feel like something is not working out. At the end of the day, like if you still just have yourself, you can still manifest the things that you want, whatever it is. And and a lot of people think like, okay, you mean you're getting spiritual. Oh, I need to go to church. Oh, you're religious. I'm not even talking about in a religious way. And, and I, I listen to church sermons because I realize if there's a, a group of people in one place and they're all praying really hard on something I feel like it works because at the end of the day, going to church is the biggest form of like, or even having church by yourself and like your own groups of people. Cause you don't always have to physically be in a building and the Bible, God never was like, yo bro, build me a building. People just decided to do that. But I feel like when you manifest, when you, when you think a thought, right, you, you think the thought. And then after you think it, then you you can write it down so that you get that way you get it out your head because your thoughts sometimes are like dreams. You ever had a dream and then you wake up like, yo, you know, what? I had a really bomb ass dream last night, but I can't remember what happened. Your thoughts are the same way. Your brain has so many different layers and then sometimes things get pushed to the back. But if you have that thought and you don't write it down, then you might lose it. But then after you write it down, then you have to go and say it out loud. So once you say out loud what you really want, that begins your process of manifestation. I believe that you can say something and you can say it out loud. You can say it it really low like this. Or you can shout it out to the mountaintops like this. And you just tell the world what you want. And I feel like the world can hear you. And it kind of like echoes back. But then also when you say that you want something, you got to make sure that you're in a position to get it so like something i'm experiencing right now i've been saying that i wanted to move for like a little while now and (laughs) and i actually got hit up for the new york city like lottery and i'm like oh shit like millions of people say that they want this and it it actually happened they actually like hit me up you know all right what are you gonna do with it now you said you want it So, and then I've also um, been looking at other apartments. I saw this apartment that has a balcony. I'm like, yo, this shit is fly. I just want to sleep on a balcony and a hammock because apparently I really like hammocks. So I've just started, I don't officially even have an apartment yet, but I believe in that you have to stay ready so that you don't have to get ready. And if you get ready before you need to be ready, then that's you staying ready. So I started packing up my whole entire room. Half of my stuff is in boxes in the living room right now. And that's because if I get the phone call, it's like, I personally want to move before my new job starts. If I get this phone call before my job starts, I'm out. Like I'll have my own space. I'll have this great work environment. I get to be truly who I am. And I feel like I'm taking up someone else's space because I'm in my own space. I get to be in the space and eat whatever i want to eat because it's my space and i pay for everything and everything in there belongs to me and i think it's interesting i have friends um i mean and and just having an open honest candid conversation am i i'm 30 years old and my age group especially for african americans and hispanics most of my parents is from crack era 1970s where our moms and dads are all all night or at home shooting up and they didn't bring us no food at home. That's, that's just most of us. Nobody wants to say it out loud, but this is my podcast. And it's, this is why I created this platform because I want to be the person to talk about those things that people don't talk about. So it's like, you know, I remember nights when I didn't eat or like, um, even last night I spent the night at my friend house. Like I, I have money. I could have got whatever I want, but what I have like these little snacks eating like a little bird or something it's like I, I would never want to like relive a time when I didn't have money to eat. And I know a lot of people who are also like that. So now their kitchens are just full and have so many different things in it. But it's like I could have this kitchen and I don't have to worry about no one else's food being in here or waking up and someone else ate my things. So I'm preparing myself to have that space. But then this is the flip side. I had this thought and I was like, all right, well, you're going to have this space, but you're not going to have nobody in that space. It's just going to be you in that space. And I feel like sometimes when minds are left alone, then I feel like that might be when your demons come in and start talking to you. But I do pride myself in and keeping myself busy. And I have so many things that I want to create. I, um, I have this new, uh, business idea. I have, um, you know, the new job I have this um, this educational getting my masters in like education, like I know exactly what I'm learning and how I wanna like present information to people. Like I love my classmates, like I even wanna have like game nights. Like um I'm, I'm so into having this space and creating my own environment. And at the end of the day it's like, yeah, I live there. I live there alone, but I don't have to be lonely because I'm creating this warm loving space that so many of us grew up not having or this space that we like fantasized about and our parents couldn't give it to us and our spouses couldn't give it to us our friends couldn't give it to us because even when I was younger and this is just something else from like being in foster care I always had this thing where it's like you know I want I want someone to like love me and like accept me for like who I am as I was growing up so I'd get really attached to like certain like friend groups. It's like, oh, okay, well, I like this person. I like your whole family. Well, maybe your mom will like me too. Well maybe I could spend the night and maybe I could just like keep coming back. And by the way, that's something that they say, um, at the end of NA meetings. Let me clarify. Not on drugs, but I know people who go to NA meetings and as a friend sometimes uh sometimes I attend the meetings with them and I love hearing the stories, but, you know, it's anonymous, can't say more than that. And at the end of every meeting, they say, like, keep coming back. So I want to create this space that I can uh, keep coming back to, that I'm not afraid to be in, that a space that loves me as much as I love it, and then even fill it with my favorite colors. Now, there's a big psychology when it comes to colors, and I'm not a scientist. I can't give that to you. But <laughs> um, even like when I'm costume designing, like I know that certain colors create certain moods. It's like if you want to be happy, then you're more likely to go with yellow or like orange because they're so bright, and yellow reminds you of the sun. Or if you like the ocean, then you might go in the sky. You might go with, like a blue color. And my favorite color is teal, which is an herb tone color. And literally in my room. I painted my room when I was like 18 or 19 something like maybe 20 and I remember while I was painting the room and I was listening to the Little Mermaid under the sea and I had like my light had like different colors on top of it and it was just so beautiful and I was like under the sea under the sea and I was like really jamming but like my wall is till my cover is till I have till sneakers. I try to wear till as much as possible because when you wear your favorite color. Then, um, then you make yourself happy without you even noticing. Sometimes it's like this is just my my shit, and I can just live my best life with it. And to get more into colors, you guys can follow. Let me see what is her actually name. I think her name is like the Green Lady. Uh, I'm gonna see if I can pull it out real quick so I can show you guys. Won't tell you guys to so go follow her. Oh no! As soon as I open it, somebody sends a message. Is it Green Lady? Oh, there it goes. Green Lady of Brooklyn. So what I like about her is that literally everything <laughs> that she has is green. And green is her favorite color. Green is the color of money and it makes her happy. And I'm just like, you know what? I could probably be the teal lady in the future. <laughs> um, Another thing about lonely or... Well, alone or lonely, and not just speaking of it in terms of space, also thinking about it in terms of relationships, in terms of the type of people that you're around. I'm scared that I am becoming like certain people that I don't care for, or certain people who have certain traits that I don't care for. So, when it comes to, um like, museums, right? I'll get up, I go to a museum by myself, I have so much fun, and I'm not much of a dancer, but you guys can always find me dancing in front of a piece of art, because that's me living my best life. And it's gotten to the point where people be like, oh, well, let's, let's do this, or let's hang out, and I'm like, mm, I, I, don't, I don't know, I don't know. And it's not... It's not because I don't like people or that I just don't want to be around people. It's just that through being celibate and living on my own terms, I've become so used to being in my own space and not having to answer to anyone. Like if you go out with somebody and that person is ready to leave, then it's like, damn, am I leaving with you? Do I need to make this decision? Or if you take 20 minutes to use the bathroom, like am I am I spending this time waiting for you to use the bathroom or if you can't decide what you want to eat? Or like, um, <laughs> I actually went to, um, actually, no, I'll use this as an example. When I went to Paris last year in London, like my, my friend, she's like, oh, okay, let's eat. says, I'm not even hungry. So she's like, all right, well, you know, what do you want to eat? I don't care whatever you want. Like I'll, I'll eat if it's in front of me, but I'm not really hungry. And, and sometimes that bothers people. And she never said that she was bothered by it, but you, but you can learn a lot from reading Body language, or even I was with my with one of my friends last night, and she's like, Okay, we're gonna get food. And I'm like, I'm not hungry, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you want me to do. And then she's like, Are you sure? And I'm like, Yep, not hungry. If I would get hungry, I'll let you know, but I'll just eat these uh Cheetos and and I'll be fine. So, like, little, little things like that is also really um important, just like learning like your friend group and the type of people that you want to be around versus who you don't want to be around and uh just, just things like that is really important because i do find i well, i call them succulents i find that some people can be succulents and what i mean by that is that you could be like really happy jolly you could be the color yellow and then someone is just the color black and they come and they just absorb all of your energy and then by the time you leave them like you're so drained And I don't want to be around anyone that's succulent. I like being around people. All right, let's bounce ideas off of each other. Oh, we plan to go out and eat. All right, cool. Let's go out to eat. Let's get dressed up, hair, nails, makeup, you know, live our best lives in that kind of way. But I don't want someone who's constantly sucking the energy from me or someone who feels like I need to act a certain way in their presence. Because if you feel like I need to act a certain way in your presence, then we don't need to be friends. And I'm completely fine with that. I'm fine with saying, hey, all right, well... Nah, I'm lying. Sometimes this shit still bothers me. Because cause you know what it is? For the most part, I don't be caring about stuff. But if we was, like, really rocking and we was mad cool, then it's like, maybe I might have planned you into my day to go see you or go do something with you. And then if you just stop talking to me out of nowhere, then that bothers me. Which I had to realize from graduating school. Everybody in school wasn't my friend. So, to some people, I was just convenient. I was convenient. Oh, well... Q, she knows where all the free food is at. Let me hear her up. Oh, well, Q knows how to get into this event for free. Or um, I want to go on this trip and Q knows how to get into it. Or, oh, I need someone to tell me with this project and Q definitely knows how to do all of this. And I've been learning how to make myself not as available, learning how to schedule time for me. Well, you know what, Q, you want to go to the beach, make time for yourself to go to the beach. You don't even have to go with nobody. It's just something that you want to do and you made time for yourself. And just anyway, everybody who I thought was like my friend, now it's like, all right, but we're at, okay, but we live 10 blocks away from each other. So it's it's been really like this back and forth battle. It's like, are we cool or are we not cool? But honestly, everyone who's been hitting me up, I'm super thankful, especially people who've been hitting me up about my mom. Like, you guys are the real MVPs and I could never, ever forget about you. All right, so we talked about um, home life, right? We talked about friendships. And the last thing I'll say about friendships is that I'd rather be alone, which is having no one else present, than to have people around me who are fake. And And the words of... I work for this guy. His name is Senna. I worked for him maybe, like, last year or the year before. And he has this... Um, album slash ep and it's titled crowded room and basically the theme of it is that you could feel alone in a crowded room and it's like at first glance well listen (laughs) at first listen you're like all right that makes no fucking sense you're not alone you're around mad people but if those people aren't like feeding your spirit and if these aren't the type of people that you need around you that you crave to be around you they're not filling you up they're just taking away from you and your mind can be your mind can be completely somewhere else while you're in that crowded room. I remember I went on a cruise, like, two years ago. And mind you, I went with my friends from school, which, mind you, probably aren't my friends now, some of them. (laughs) But I went with some people from my school, and when we were pulling off, I just, I went to, like, a different deck, and I sat on the floor by myself. And I just stared at the water, and I'm like, I'm on a cruise ship, with at least eight people that I know, thousands of other people, and why do I feel alone? Which brings me into my next point about relationships. I, so I haven't been, I I would say I just started dating people, but I haven't really been like that deeply into it. I'm trying to get deeply into it now. And I would like to finally be in a relationship and have someone who, who I could feel like, how do I explain it? So that is a clip by uh, Carol G and Jesse Reyes, and the title of that song is Ocean, and that is the remix to the song. But if I could find someone that made me feel like that, like, I just want to look at somebody and say, oh, my God, this is happiness. Like, you're beautiful. I want to love you. Like, you know, what do you want to do? This is what I want to do. How can we like meet in between and and how can we fix our schedules to like be around each other so we can maximize our growth like together as a unit? And and that's something that's really important to me just because i feel like i've been through the experience of oh okay i hate men kinda oh while i'm on the the men part i just wanted to say for the record like i am not a man basher but there's this thing going around about how uh black women don't always feel fully supported by a black man and sometimes i do post about that but it does not mean in any way shape or form that i am against black men or men in general I do believe that women should be more supportive of men women should be able to uh hold them down and to be able to listen to them and I believe that men cry too boys cry too I, I hate the fact that I know that like if a little baby boy cries and then someone be like man up like no don't man up you too like <laughs> you know it, it it's it's weird anyway so um I I put that part in it just because I feel like I'm at a point where I'm, I'm meeting a lot of different people and guess I want to date, but then it's also COVID. Like how do you date during COVID, which has been a little awkward. And also how do you date while you're depressed? There's been people that I, I stopped talking to and not that I didn't like them or that they did something wrong, but it's like, Hey, I'm my mom's sick. My cat is sick. I'm, I have so much schoolwork to do and I'm sitting in the room by myself all day on my computer and computer fatigue and zoom fatigue is like really a thing but it's like i'm exhausted and i don't exactly have time to put into a relationship and i i am truly sorry if anyone is listening to this and i hurt your feelings because i've heard some things but (laughs) but it's like i said when i started this is like sometimes you just have to take that time for yourself but my my big reason in bringing this up is that i feel like at the beginning of COVID people were like oh well you can quarantine with me but I just met you and it's like again do I want to be in your space which I don't know your neighborhood I don't know you like that and I'm subjected to uh eating what's in that area or washing clothes at a certain time or like showering a certain way or always having to double check behind myself because I'm in that I'm in that environment and I have to act according to that environment which for me is again in that that box which becomes extremely awkward for me or even um or even going out to eat so i've been out to eat twice i went to um lindenwood diner gosh what to god if you've never been to lindenwood diner which is like borderline queens brooklyn you have to go their drinks are really hitting like first step i was like oh shit, i'm gonna be drunk <laughs> i got like this yellow lemonade douce something i don't know it cost like 15 20 bucks but it was like really good and their their food they give you a lot of food for the amount of money that you pay for it but yeah so um i went there and then i also went to american grill that's um in the city like 50 54th street or something like that their food is mad expensive and it don't taste that good but they do have some bane as um Lobster mac and cheese, which I would go back to get that, but everything else I would never pay for again in my life. It was fancy, but would I rather be full or rather be fancy? And I'd rather be full if eating is what I'm trying to do. Anyway, so like even like just um like saying, you know, most dates is like, oh, okay, let's get food. Let's let's talk over dinner or something and going on to eat. is awkward because it's like your waitress has on a mask and the bartender has on a mask and you have to sit outside because you can't physically sit inside yeah, And then I also feel bad for everyone in the restaurant business because um they announced, I think yesterday or today, that restaurants, inside of restaurants, aren't going to be open again until next summer. So a lot of stores are going to get closed down. But when it comes to dating and men, or even if, if, if I may even date a woman, I don't know if I'm going to start dating women again, but even if it was that case, like I'm very... I'm clear on what I want and what I don't want. And I believe in intentional dating. I believe in the five love languages. Like, I want to know what it is that makes you the happiest and and makes you sad. And like, I want to be able to say, you know what? I'm going to wear my heart on my sleeve because you're also wearing your heart on your sleeve and not be like one of those uh, beginning of quarantine people who just invited you over because they were like lonely. It's like, wait, did you ever have these emotions for me before? And, like, it's, it's okay to be by yourself. But just to sum this all up, <laughs> you can be alone, again, which is having no one else present. Or you could be lonely, which is sad because no one has um, friends or, or a company. And the reality is, is that right now in quarantine, everything is pretty much what we make it and you have to make the best of the situations that you are in and you have to understand just because you are by yourself doesn't mean that you need anyone else to be in your presence unless that is something that you want and for me it depends on who you are and why you're here (laughs) all right guys um before I get up today I do want to give some shout outs one, shout out to my little sister. Her name is Akima. Her birthday was yesterday. Girl, I love you. Happy belated birthday. My niece, the love of my life. Her birthday was on the 2nd. Guys, check this out. She had a, um, <laughs> she had like a gaming bus theme and then she also got a mannequin head and she knows how to braid. So she threw some braids in her mannequin head. So proud of her, because I've been trying to teach her how to braid for like ever now it seems. And I think she got it down packed to the point where she could braid my hair. I also want to shout out Ricky, which I know you're going to hear this. Hit me up when you do. Uh, Ricky DM'd me and he said that he is my number one fan. And I was like, oh, shit, Kwameesha, your number one fan. I'm like, I have to. I'm like, I have to make another episode because Ricky, you are waiting for this. And I'm just so happy that I met you and for the experiences that we shared together. And after quarantine is over, we're definitely going to hang out, take some walks together because you know I got fat and I could lose some weight. <laughs> Alright, guys. Um, again, if you have any opinions on what I should talk about next, then definitely DM me. Um also my Quarmesha page, I'm actually going to make it private. That's the Q U A M E I S H A. And I'm gonna be posting more on my other page, which is first and last name, Quarmutia Marino. Q U A M E I S H A. Marino M-O-R-E-N-O. Just because that page is more professional and just getting into a new job, I should definitely separate some things. I'll post about podcasts on both pages. Possibly we'll make even um, a separate page for the podcast. Not sure, but I will keep all of you posted. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions about what I talked about today, then let me know and I will answer it on the next episode.